Good morning, this is Tom Cochran down your favorite virtual pub, the Emerald Rose Pub. Okay, uh, have not been on the line too much recently, Easter season, all of that, and a bunch of other stuff, COVID, you name it. Anyhow, I got a bunch that I've been writing, been, you know, fixing up, etc. So now, let's go put a couple of them in and see what you think. Okay, this one is called Lie to Me Once and Nevermore Will I Open Your Door. Well, in the early 1930s, the entire country was in the throes of a post-depression slump, and the government must deal with that situation. Gee, does that sound familiar to maybe? Okay, at that time, the great minds of the time put together a New Deal plan for President Franklin D. Roosevelt to present to the vast millions of unemployed, given up on finding a job, and simply getting ready to quit and die, constituents that were not making it. One of the premier parts of the program was the original Guaranteed Retirement Plan. Wow! It was an instant success. It was guaranteed by the federal government. It ensures its delivery to its recipients. Whoa! It was then signed into law, passed by both the House of Representatives, the Senate, and immediately signed by the President. Hence, it was then federal law. The initial plan called for a small percentage of wages to be deducted from an employee uh, from their total wages per pay period, and the employer must match the employee's contributions. Uh, it further provided a whole lot of mechanism with a lot of severe financial penalties for non-completion and non-compliance borne by the employer. The monies would then fund a monthly Social Security payment for all those folks exceeding 65 years of age. That, when it was all adequately invested, would last well beyond the current people and into the future generations for decades and decades to come. Boy, it really sounded great. But that was back then in 1935, when suffering and the disparate, disparate, disparate level of the citizenry was at its maximum. It was a, the ideal panacea for both the nation, the citizens, and a huge success. Flash forward with a quick stop at the fact that what Congress writes, Congress can also change. Yeah, it has and will continue to do it until we realize that we're providing us with our own money and that we are earning with an open-ended service fee and that we never really agreed to allow. But it left them, the Congress, a honeypot that just grew and grew and grew and grew with its investments, interest accrued, providing a constantly growing gold mine. That would eventually become too tempting for Congress not to borrow from for, you know, a few things. With WW2, World War II, and the rebuilding costs, and all that went to it. Well, Congress essentially developed a mindset that 
we can increase the amount we tax folks in the future, as well as march, uh, matching funds from their employers. That will keep it going. And if necessary, provide them with IOUs from the federal government. Now, I say IOUs simply because we are no longer on the gold standard. But look at your paper money, your currencies. They all say that they are simply Federal Reserve notes. Uh, the only the only thing backing them is the good faith and trust in the government. Sort of sounds like an IOU to me, doesn't it? Oh well. The increase in wages, union demands, costs of living, and other factors have brought us to this brink that we're currently facing. Looking at today's political situation, having studied the formation and operations of the Federal Reserve System, I am damn scared of where we are. Moreover, where are we going? That is to be ignored and delayed, and that will be presented to us down the road. Well, we are just beginning to see the ruse ahead with that complex COVID-19 disaster we're facing today. Well, I recognize with the nasty conditions of the time, uh, all I ask is quite simply, if we, the United States government, currently have a deficit of over $3 trillion now, uh, as a country, who is honoring these stimulus checks and more importantly, how are they honoring it? With what? Talk to me, folks. It seems like everything is in dire straits for every one of us right now. I jokingly tell people when they ask, what do you do? I tell them that I'm a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none, a.k.a. a generalist. But am I correct enough? And those that don't ask me what I do, scratch their heads, or well, those that do ask me, scratch their heads, wrinkle their eyebrows, shrug their shoulders, and walk away muttering, nothing but a dumb know-it-all. <laughs> but I pride myself on being a generalist for several reasons. We're all told, as citizens, that since the Great Depression, we must specialize and become an expert in our field of specialization. To that, I say, good for some, but smarter to know the gist of everything and which particular specialist is our best bet to help us get whatever we need done when we do it and done right. And yes, the sheepskin from the top 10 college or multiple university degrees on the wall uh, nor the lettering and titles on the door does not always make them as bright as we think. I'm sure many people will agree with me on that one. Anyhow, I believe that we as a country went bankrupt in the 1960s. And with the entire Vietnam era and spiraling costs of automobiles, housing, food, power, and loss of adequately trained tradesmen, and of course, generalists, like myself. Meanwhile, we're paying our bills as a country based on the stupid logic 
that we can increase taxes on businesses, personal and corporate income taxes, and we'll be fine and live happily ever after. This is this very morning, I saw a blip on the financial news saying that it may be necessary to issue a fourth and possibly a fifth stimulus package to shore up and strengthen the economy further. Well, I like to go back and tell people, the old farmer once said, if it walks like a bull, bellows like a bull, and demands more food, well, the thing does well as a cattle specialist and creates more bullshit. I sure hope we can all afford a hamburger in a couple of years. Of course, that would be a McDonald's burger, no cheese, half a bun, and no condiments for only $22. Whoa, what a break. Hope you enjoyed that one. I'm getting a little facetious, and I'm enjoying it. Have a great day, folks. Bye-bye.